all things Aussie hoops and NBL fantasy. Three blows catching up over a can of three. So many things that we cannot wait to see. Has McDowell White got the keys? Will Suarez be running threes? After Brisbane said no, Franks, the 36ers said yes, please. They chose a second serve of Randall as United went a sweet. We think Walton's hard to handle. If Doyle rules, they're hard to beat. We love some Tucker. Warden Burger's got the lot. There's no cheese, but there's big sauce, and now Bangers gets the shot. Can a mango pick and roll fill the gorge size hole? Or do they need a lift of greeter to restore their heart and soul? The Kings can focus on the books so long as their man Xavier cooks. Will there be Magnet regret? Does R. Kelly fly with Majet? Will Thomas be a tank with Manic and LT? And I do beg your pardon, but we rather like Bradley. Cleveland, this is for you! We want more of the same from 22. G'day listeners, you're back with Benny and Boydie, the basketball blokes dribbling all things Aussie hoops and NBL fantasy. The Blitz is done, we are the up to the last night cap uh, and uh, we've had a lot of fun doing these, haven't we Benny? Well, um, we're without Banksy, I'm sorry, Banksy's coming soon because we're going to record another pod, aren't we, after this? The predictions pod will be out shortly after this, but I can't believe that's all the basketball we're going to see and this is what we're going to be left with to make our decisions to, um, to make our fantasy teams. Mm-hmm. Now... Mm-hmm. How many players are in your player pool at the moment? It was a comment you made to me last night. I'd say around about 20. 20. Mm-hmm. So two mm-hmm. for every spot at least, sounding mm-hmm. like that. So mm-hmm. uh, tough to narrow down and uh, at least you're going to be able to have to able to have a bit of a play with it. I'm going to be uh, somewhere with no power, no <laughs> internet, very poorly timed holiday by myself. Uh, so for that reason, guys, we really need you... If you have check your emails, if you're an existing Patreon supporter from last season, we have sent league invites out. As of as at Sunday, if you're not in there, look, you're uh, gonna you're gonna re- you're relying on me to do it basically, which is it's a little bit of that, is, and we've got a queue. Not my forte. We we do have a queue of people there that want that are ready that might fill your spot in a league. So, um, and also if you are a new Patreon supporter. If you become a Patreon supporter by the end of this weekend, we'll get you in a league. So, um, cheat sheets early next week. Banks is still in the bunker. We're going to let him out for a podcast later on. But there's prizes in our leagues too. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah. So, worth uh, getting involved. Yeah, Division One. Yep, hundred bucks this year. Division Two, seventy five and fifty for Division Three. Like so, it. Um, worth it. Any all new leagues will be twenty five. So. Uh, don't lose your place, is all i got to say. Beautiful. Uh, and obviously tonight, today we are uh, now we're in the morning. Normally we joke around about having some coffees, but uh, I'm actually on the green tea this morning. That's right. So um, there might be on the green coopers when Banksy gets here. Let's see how oh, that goes. Oh, geez. Okay. <laughs> right. It is grand final day. We can start early. I think there's approval for that. Um, and of course, last night's games, we had the Kings versus NZ and Melbourne versus Brisbane. But let's put a little bit of do for first. You should consider becoming a Patreon supporter. With prices of $1, 5 and $7 per month, find the level of support that suits you best with no ongoing commitment. Group chat, advanced stats, weekly newsletters, cheat sheets, Patreon leagues with prizes and Banksy's captains exclusive from round four. Head to our website and click the link or head directly to www.patreon.com slash basketball blokes. All right, and as of course, we had uh, the man himself that we've named our uh, little discount 
at the moment over playing last night. So Bainesy's number 12. So we've gone with a 12% banger discount if you pay annually for our Patreon. So that's for new and for uh, existing subscribers. So jump on it. We do appreciate people that do do it. Don't think that we're missing out on 12%. To be honest, it actually is advantageous for us because... We do have a lot of annual subscriptions and expenses that do come just before fantasy season. So yep. if that was putting you off, uh, don't hesitate. Also, that loan shark wants the money that we borrowed for the roadcaster, so we'll have to <sighs> pay him back too. All right, Benny, you are first up. Although I think we both watched both games last night. Correct. So we, we might, might have some input from both of us on both thing, both for both things. Both. Excellent. <laughs> Let's start off with the score. Well, how did it end up? All right, so we're going to start off with the early game where the Kings beat New Zealand 101-93. to uh, Nice high-scoring contest. Mm, um, but lots of defence. Uh, maybe a reason for this might be the uh, I might see their later blokes players that didn't rock up because a pretty good defender was missing and will be missing through the season, mate. That's right. Uh, now, Olgan tweeted out last night, Abercrombie had sidelined, expect, expected to be sidelined six weeks after the torn retina. Um, uh, other sources have said that the surgery has been completed now and it was successful. Um, so... Oh, look, I think that that is a pretty... This was tweeted post-surgery, so okay. organ yep. sources good. are generally pretty good. So Beautiful. Injury replacement is on the cards for Abercrombie. Right. So local spot, can't imagine that it have too much impact on fantasy. Yep, that's right. Um, in another game, unfortunately, we didn't get to see the DeWalt in the game. Uh, he was rested, and obviously Glover is out. was out as well, still continues to be out there. So... Yeah, not too concerned about uh, Walton. And we uh, had our source from Sydney said, do not be concerned at all. Just a scheduled rest. Um, All right. Got a new one for us. Uh, Look, I think I've had it once before. Let's see. Taxi. All right. So. (laughs) Is that Will Ferrell? I don't know. I think it was some sort of YouTube uh, nick I've done. (laughs) So um, someone, we've all been there on a night out. Yep. Someone you've sent packing early. Yep. And in our situation, that is someone that we've ruled out of in of our fantasy starting teams. And for me, it's open slather on the entire Ooh. breakers team. Oh, okay. My first build. Talk to me. Yep. Had three breakers. Okay. McDowell White, Pardon, mm-hmm. Brantley. Was keen on them on paper and the opportunity that they would get. So I don't currently have any. Okay. And I think that that is now a legitimate way. Like we put a, as part of our cheat sheet, we put a suggested starting side. I don't think we can safely have any on there at the moment. We needed to discuss that. Yeah, but, um, the, the reason why that's a big deal, I think, is because of their uh, their schedule, I guess. Um, they've got two singles to start off with, not, not ideal. Correct. But then from there, they've got a run of... Three doubles, then mm-hmm. a single, then three doubles again. So in the space of seven weeks, they've got six doubles, Just which is the three. best. That's right. It is the best run of games in those weeks, well, rounds three to round nine. Mm-hmm. Then it sort of kind of falls away a little bit for three or four rounds. They have a zero in round 13, which is not ideal. But then their run home is doubles for the last four rounds. So finals time, NBL Fantasy, you'll need them. Although there's quite a few teams on doubles in those weeks too. So, But... 
I think we can look is my impression. And yep, I, that's have a bit my, of a look first and then That's and what then I'm go. thinking at the moment. So we had, in from this game last night, as we recap, um, Barry Brown had 50. Looked great. Your quick thoughts on Barry Brown because I think you were impressed. Yeah, I test. Like I think he's coming in with a bit of a reputation on the defensive end and he certainly had that last night. He had five steals. Um, his hands, very active uh, hands uh, on D, but he also had like, 19 points or something along those lines. Oh, sorry, that was 19 fantasy the previous game. Yep. What did, he, what did he score in the end? Um, nine, oh, it was 19 points. Oh, there you go. <laughs> okay. Three rebounds, four assists, five steals. So I, I, I didn't mind the look of him, eye test-wise. Yeah. Okay. He looked better than I expected. I wasn't. He wasn't coming into calculations at all, mm-hmm. and he's probably not on the 20. Yeah, In okay. the 20 we talked about previously. But Fringe 20. A 50 fantasy score, even in the Blitz, versus Sydney, makes you kind of go, hmm, okay. Yeah, so he had 19 fantasy points that the game prior, as Boise just mentioned. So that meant he was the only New Zealand player to average 30 across the blitz. Everyone else is sub 30. Wow, okay. Brantley had 37 fantasy points in this game. That was kind of inflated by four steals as well. Yep. Here's one I'm keenly watching Yep. Um, to see how he, if he, if it clicks for him. I think it should. Rob Lowe is very cheap. Okay. 32 fantasy points. But he only played 13 minutes. Yep. Great points per minute. But if the minutes aren't going to be there, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I'm going to pay down for Rob Lowe given he's got two singles to start with. No. And also the thing you're probably going Rob Lowe for if you're worried about pardons fouls. But I think he's been pretty good, to be honest. Yeah, he's just... Um, he had two last night for the game in 23 and a half minutes. So that's not battle stations. I, I, no, I can't remember him being in foul trouble in any of the other games, to be honest. Yeah. I'd have to double check that. Yeah, he, he's never... Look, I think he should be... Look, New Zealand last season, I know a different coach and whatnot, but they had Yanni and Wetzel were probably two of the highest five minutes per game players. And I th- can see that that opportunity will be there. I'm just going to have a look. I think there's yep. better options. We do have four trades yep. before their singles. So their best player... Before their doubles, but yep, yep. Sorry. Best player? The best player probably fantasy-wise was Vidanovic. Uh, he had 31 fantasy points. He's gone at 1.56 point per minute. In the blitz, like it. yep. But he, that I'm not going to pay for Tom Vadanovich. I just think that's nah. that's a trap. That's unsustainable. Yep. Now, Especially with two singles start off. Correct. The one that does look the best basketballer on their team at the moment is the next star. Do you want to suggest? Yeah, Rupert. Um, he had a 27 fantasy points last night, and that was 16 points, five rebounds. Um, it's got a nice shooting oh, touch. Yeah, beautiful um, looking basketball. And. But that next star price is scary. You know, 850K, you can almost get an import for that. And look, he's a next star. He's a kid. You know, is he going to be as 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 um, consistent? Mm-hmm. Who knows? Yeah. At this stage, it's a big question mark. And I just don't think you can slot him in. If you really like him and you want to have a punt and you've got enough cash and you can put him on your bench, I think he's going to have some big scoring games. Yeah, okay. Um, Hasn't showed that ceiling, but he has no. shown a really nice floor. Yep. Um would he be playable on their doubles? Maybe, depending Maybe. on what your lineup is. Like if you yeah. if you're trying to work out that straight swap situation where you know you've got someone starting in the first two weeks that and then they can go on the bench while he's playing doubles. Mm. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I think he's got that potential. So I wouldn't he's a little bit awkwardly priced, but I wouldn't rule him out. I'm not going to start him though. And pardon 25 fantasy points just not good enough for an import to pick him at that centre-only position, which makes it really unfortunate that we won't be able to do him. So the taxi, 
For me, the entire Breakers team. Hang on, there's one you didn't mention there, a big one probably, or two, really. Oh, I've, I've got to go down the next page. Oh, come on, mate. I was scrolling down here. <laughs> you like Barry Brown. Ever since he's played, well, no. Arthur and McDowell-White. Yes. So that's guard rotation. Yes. They're just cannibalising each yep. other's fantasy games. Like, what is going on, Beamer? Have you got the keys or not? Yeah, I'm not sure what's going on there. Like, what was the hype? What was he going to average? 12, 8 and 8? 16, 16 8, 8, and 8 and 8. Yeah. Um, uh, last night he had 8, 0 and 1 and 1 steal. So this I, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, and to be oh, – look, maybe they're playing being a bit coy and not trying to show too much. Who knows? But to me, even when Beamer was bringing – and we're talking about Medell White. Um, even when Beamer was bringing the ball up, he'd quickly pass it as soon as he got into the offensive I didn't court. see many potentials and then, last night. Then, I was, then he didn't get the ball back, basically. Mm. I was like, well, what's going on? Is he got, has he got the keys or not? It's a bummer because, to be honest, since those Boomers games where he looked really good, um, I've had him – Pinned for at least a bench spot, especially yeah. dual position. You can float him around. You put know, him with Robinson. Just put him with whoever. Oh, yeah, you can so have it like a three-man rotation there, mm-hmm. like between them two and, or, you know, DeWalt. Yeah. You know, you can mix it up. You can work it out. So you've got multiple positions there to just keep switching so you've got doubles all day. Good schedule coverage. But I don't think you can do it. It's too risky-bisky. We're going to have to we have a look. talk about the risky-bisky, but I'm not sure it's going to go there. Um Let's switch it up. That's enough not enough negativity on the old uh, on the breakers. Let's go to something new. Don't know if it's going to get rid of the negativity. Oh, the roof, the roof, the roof, is on fire. The roof, the roof, the roof is on fire. The roof, the roof, the roof is on fire. We don't need no water. How, are you, how positive were you feeling right oh now? Oh, God. What, what happens? I was just loving the beeps. They were very long beeps. Did well, you do them yourself? I did. Impressive beeping. Impressive beeping. Um, it's a good name for a horse. <laughs> um, so, the roof is on fire. <laughs> I didn't explain this. I did say negative on the breakers. You can be negative yeah. on Sydney. Okay. Go for it. What happens when the roof's on fire? There ain't no ceiling. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. that's what this mm-hmm. is about. Mm-hmm. And this is what I wanted to see... Just a disclaimer, there ain't no ceiling in the Blitz. We didn't see ceiling games no. at all throughout the Blitz. And if you want to pay for Xavier Cooks at $1.8 million, you might have liked that little bit of assurance. Yep. Now, he only had 38 fantasy points this game, but he looked good, right? He got very close to a double-double. Um, but 1.8. Once again, I think my strategy is a little bit of cash in the bank. Maybe spot start somewhere at the six-man at an import. Maybe on a double, um, and then make the decision after seeing a week of uh, proper action. Okay, and see how he's yep. going. But um, thoughts on Cooks and structurally? Can you do it? I don't think it's. I don't look. He's one of the most popular Peak picks. This yep. Round two, three, four could be a very enjoyable captain to have. Excellent. Yep. Could be. We we're not, not saying don't get him, but no. it's hard. It's hard to have him in your side just for structure as well. He takes up so much space, because cap space. 1.8. Means you really need to get, you get basically one less import, maybe two less imports, and you, or you need to pick up extra cheapies. And we'll talk about cheapies probably later, but um, 
the the risk reward is there, obviously, but the it's much higher risk with the two fifty or three hundred Ks. So it's it's a it's if you're going to do that, go for it because it could work out. Cooks could come in and double double every night. He, yeah. he had fourteen and nine last night, and at one so point he was one rebound away from. I feel like for him not to drop in price, he's yep. going to need to bang out sixties straight away. Yeah, yeah, fifty pluses. Yeah, and look, last night he had thirty-eight. As I said, he only missed, missed the double double by one rebound. Yeah, um, and it was, but he did play twenty-six minutes, which is kind of pushing it up there. Like he'll probably play thirty. I'm guessing you'd like to think so. So maybe he gets that rebound. He, that's fantasy score becomes better. What for you? Fifty-two, something along those lines. Round one against the Hawks does like showing out does against like. his hometown. Yep. Um, not saying don't do it. I don't know that I am at the moment though. I would have liked to see that ceiling. Um, Especially on the singles early. Mm-hmm. Okay, so instead of Cooks, because you, you're going to have to go, let's say you've got two mil left in the bank, you've got Cooks, and then you've got a 250-ish K, like a 1 point, then you've got 2.1K, yeah. 2.1 mil left. The decision you need to make is if you think for those two, or the round to start off with, are you going to have, if you get two imports, are they going to outscore them? Do you know what I mean? You've got to try and Correct. do that. You know, it is literally get, $2 million dollars spent. Two, exactly. So you bargain. can go two imports and say they, but if you can get both of them, have 35, that's 70. Is Cooks plus a 250K going to get you 70? That's what you need to sort of weigh into that mm. that, that um, calculation. I might go through the old game logs and see exactly what he did last year against the Hawks before I finalise that decision. But um, Tim Suarez reigning threes, it seems like Tim Suarez scoring 30s might have been more <laughs> appropriate. Like, And this is what happened. We had Suarez 36, Justin Simon 34, Noy 31, Iggy Mitchell 31. Call that DeWalt in in the real yep, terms. Yep, yep. Vasiljevic twenty three. Like lots of above twenty kind of guys last yep. night. No no one above forty. So we talked about log jams at positions. Sydney almost have that log jam in fantasy point scoring at yeah. the moment in the blitz. That is a very good way of pointing it putting it. Um but we need to I feel like <laughs> it was funny this morning we both said the same thing. It's uh look, with it. Tim Suarez. Yes. Um for that spot start million dollar player um, instead of paying up for cooks that might make some money. I feel like we might have come across as – I felt like personally I might have disrespected him because there was something about last night games that's changed both of our impressions of him. Well, that's right. And I think it was the 12 in the first Blitz game. Um, obviously, he only played 20 minutes, um, but he actually played less in the next two games and had much higher fancy scores. So the 12, I can't remember who they played in that first game. I can't even remember if I watched it because I I watched a bit of replays for the 5 o'clock games. They're a bit of a struggle for me. Um, but he's run home, had a 39 in 18 minutes and then a 36 last night in 17 minutes to average 29 across the blitz. And I, I think last night, just the eye test for me, he was battling with Pardon um, and they were just banging down low, lots of muscling out. Muscling in, and I just think... Got some boards um, and just looked better. Looked better and looked playable. I think he had 19 points, mm-hmm. five rebounds, uh, a one assist. Um, he's got a bit of shooting touch. He's got a little bit of everything. I'm not sure he's going to be... A, I don't know if he's a double-double threat, and that's the one big thing on there. So we... When the, we on a very early podcast, when we first went through these signings, um, we talked about how Pardon and... Suarez, Suarez played against each other in yep. Israel, and I was highlighting the pardon games, which were double doubles. But 
Um, Sawari's actually had really good games against Pardons each and every single time they played the three times in that year in Israel. Um, so I don't know if there was something a little bit personal, but he did look like he cared a lot last night. He's 12th in the entire Blitz in fantasy points per minute. The Geordie Hunter flag is real. Massive. Is real. But he has moved into my pool. The Brazilian is in the pool. He's yeah, He's got his swimsuit on as well and for mine as well, and he's, he's in the pool. He's probably, probably just down the shallow end at the moment. I'm not sure if he'll get thrown into the deep end. I like that a lot. Um, look, is there anyone specifically? I think we've re- listed off a few scores. I don't know that I. We still like DeWalt. I'm starting with DeWalt. I, nothing's going to change that, I don't think. Um, but Cooks and Soares are now in contention. Correct. And I think that pretty much wraps up that game, doesn't it? You, uh, you weren't going to go with the. It was a bit of a bleh game, so we probably weren't going to give a top shelf. Oh, that one, was it? No, I didn't feel like there anyone deserved a top shelf. I can't say someone was top 50, shelf. 50 for Brown, still no top shelf? No, like I'm not going to start him. Yep, So that was, that was the verdict. But uh, Melbourne defeated Brisbane 80 to 67. Lots of defence, maybe, perhaps. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> who missed out on that one, though? Uh, yes, I some people missing. Uh, the might see you later blokes in this one. We had Porty obviously, um, ruled out for the season now, which is very... Unfortunate, um, not good, but um, you know there's players that have come back recently from this sort of uh, DJ3J, Jack White, um, so he can come back and still perform and all that sort of stuff. So uh, thoughts with Huck, and hopefully he we might not see him, I guess, maybe in Australia again, but we'll see how we go. Uh, Ily obviously still out with that concussion protocol, um, bit of a red flag there for the start of the season and probably warps other people's scores, which we'll talk about later. And Peatling, I think they're saying, is probably missing the first couple of weeks at least. They're saying three weeks, I think. I mean, said. so a week ago, Yep. Um, so if you look at the injury list, you'll see the, the link to the tweet. A week ago, they said he'll miss three weeks. Yeah, so. okay. So two, a couple of weeks down, Yeah. which could throw things into disarray with, uh, with what we're planning within that Team, um, obviously mm-hmm. for Brisbane last night, they had three out that have been playing decent minutes as well. DJ Mitchell, Devon Drek Walker, and the stat man. Um, so they... No stats uh, stat they, man they, I don't think there's any major injury concerns, maybe just a bit of soreness or and uh, illness. I think yeah, there must there's a bit be, going around. There's something yeah. up in Darwin, there's a bit of illness going around. Maybe everyone's a bit too hot. I'm a bit concerned because we heard that the, the entire... NBL was uh, at a particular club last night. <laughs> um, but um, uh, hopefully that doesn't lead on uh, to illness it through was, the season. Uh, maybe it was the Qantas club. <laughs> That's um, right. <laughs> and um, I think, you know, when, you, it's outside, when it's hot outside, you've got to make sure you wear a, wear a hat. And some of those dudes got nice hair. They don't want to wear the hats. So maybe that's just a thing. Bit of bit of sunstroke, I'm thinking. Um, Next seg. So many cheapies. Yes. So many cheapies. And so this many is why we were so keen. I stayed up and watched this game yep. because I wanted to get eyes on these guys. Who you no, want to discuss? Don't mind it. Um, well, obviously the Huck Porty injury has opened the door for a couple of people. Um, we'll mention the other one later. Um, but Aquera, uh, only nice and cheap, 291k. Lots of people mentioning his name now. He's going to take those back up five minutes, we think. Um, at least maybe until Peatling's there. I can see Peatling taking some minutes uh, off Aquera once he's back. Um, 26 fantasy points there, which is obviously far and above value at 291 um, and how many minutes do we have there? Uh, just I'm looking at his points per minute oh, yes, currently. Yep. So he was top twenty in points per minute as like well. It. Yep. So it was, he played he just under fourteen fan- minutes. So he can fantasy when he's out there. So um, flag 
Pete Ling flag yep. raised earlier. But, but the thing about him, McQuarrie, like he doesn't, he, he's gotten, getting stats all over the place. He had five points, four rebounds, three assists and a block last night. So he's not reliant on anything. He's sort of everywhere. He's very long, um, active hands on D as well. Um, I like the look of him as a player Absolutely. and sort of have, I think he, he was doing quite well in the NBA one as well. I think under the tutelage of Dave Barlow at Sandringham, I believe off the mm-hmm. top of my head. Um, but yeah, he looks uh, he looks he looks all right. And if you need a cheapy option, he could be one for it's, you. And this is the good thing about being a um, Patreon supporter. Even at the one dollar tier, you get the Discord chat. And last night, this was the discussion as the game went going on, and it was David Aquera, absolute lock. Oh, and then oh. there's others that are go, geez, I really had not even thought about him. And this is why you should That's join. It. And uh, he's there's a couple on here that have been discussion points. I think that on the Discord chat. All right, we'll move away from the Melbourne guys and we'll go to Brisbane, which has been the talk of the town since we've started doing these nightcaps for sure. And his name's getting mentioned again. Big has, has a has a Froling has been mentioned before. Twenty four, yeah, not bad. Twenty four fantasy points last night. Seven point seven rebounds, two assists, one steal. What in twenty? Just under twenty five minutes. So about a point per minute there. He's gonna get minutes, you'd think. Although the log jam is real at Brisbane, and DJ Mitchell missed last night, so red flag there. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's another one. He's uh, um, four hundred seventy five k. Um, yep. So still reasonably cheap. And he's been definitely getting points above his value there. Number eight overall in fantasy points per minute for the Blitz. And we will send this out. I will send this out on Sunday. To Patreons. To Patreons. All levels of Patreons. The entire points per minute. And um, I may send it out if people come in late as well. But we'll see. Okay. (laughs) You can do that. (laughs) Um, Final one we're going to talk about with the cheapies. This one's this one's a big red flag, isn't it? Because we've been burnt before, I think, in previous seasons. At least some oh, of the patrons were talking him, about this. You're talking him down now. He's your boy. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Tanner Krebs been rip, was ripping up NBL one. I think I've mentioned him a couple of times in our on our pods to date, even maybe before the Blitz. Three hundred sixty k, nice and cheap. He's a s- SF, I think. He is an ultimate wingman ultimate as well as an, as a shooting wingman. guard, as well as a shooting guard. Thanks for winging. Um, Thirty-two fantasy points last night in twenty-five minutes. Red flag, obviously, Devondrick Walker not playing, who has been getting minutes as well and and doing quite well in scoring. Mm-hmm. But Krebs is just getting him all over the place. Twenty-one, twenty-one points he has. He led all scorers last night. Um, four rebounds, two assists. So he's just doing a little bit of everything. Uh, mm-hmm. The worry with him, Walker, who I just mentioned. The other one's Sobi. Sobi only played 15 minutes last night, and yeah, his minutes are going to ramp up for sure. Um, so just that's probably the red flag there, I reckon. Um, but Krebs, I so. think if he gets minutes, he's going to get production. Yeah, 360, um, the full rotation. He's very, ooh, full rotation. very cheap. Um, TK Maxx, potentially. Who's, who can who hit Sealy if he goes up in for us? I, I like know. it. All right. Um, I'm going to set you up here. Okay. Not a place you like to venture very often. Mm-mm. Good Cooper's man yourself. Mm-hmm. But the imports menu. Mm-hmm. What's who's on the list today? Aussie made, Aussie owned all the way for me. Um, Caroline, real decision here. I just he's I just in the mix. Genuinely, can ball out. We talked about his physicality and he's he's just an athlete, but he's done a little bit of something to tweak my interest a little bit, but not. I don't know how much. I'm torn yep. because their schedule, that schedule where they've got how many five doubles in a row, something along those lines, start of round three. Um, yep, start of round three, five doubles in a row. It's just so tempting to chuck him in there, um, even if you can fill up a bench spot with him. 
um, because he's getting minutes, 25 minutes there. Obviously, with Huckbordy down now, they're still sort of battling. There's still going to be a few minutes lying around, obviously. So, I don't know. What do you feel? Um, might be another one to watch. That Jack White role um, is awesome. I'm not so sure... I'm not so sure that Pete Ling's not a better basketballer, to be honest. Yeah. Um, Caroline is an absolute freak athlete. Um, but yeah, I've got Banksy's just walked into the room. Banksy, have a what Caroline, Banksy. is he in your uh, list? I'm gonna pass the mic. He's out. I wish he was in. He's out. <laughs> there you have it. Now, speaking about physicality, we don't have him on the runner, but you've got to talk about bangers. It's physicality. We didn't put him in the runner. No, what are we doing? just quickly. I just Shh, noticed. Don't tell anyone. So talk about bangers and physicality briefly. Oh, is he physical? He had three fouls early. Yes, we were talked about that pre. And they were all him. little men running into him. They were. Um, and now uh, someone did mention. I think Olgan in, in his article wrap of the blitz, which was done before last night's game, I believe. But anyway, um, he Baines has been in discussion with the refs all week off off game and off and when he's not playing, etc. As well, just trying to get. Which I love the sound of this. He's just trying to get how they're how they're um, interpreting people running into him, such as like he did last night. Okay. So sounds like some nice something to work on. Intimidation by now, now the good part. Let's go to the good part. He had three fouls before half time. How many fouls did he finish with? Uh, tell me three. Okay. So didn't get a foul in the second half, and although he didn't play that many minutes, he did come on. Okay. Um, had twenty one fantasy points for four points and six rebounds, two assists, and a block. Big bangers. Do you want to do you want to know the bad part? Do you want to know the bad part? I'm gonna I'm gonna write. I'm you gonna, go a bad I'm part. Write, I'm gonna write bangers off here. Okay, you tell me, and then I'll I'll come in with the positive for those who want to believe okay. in bangers. This is what I don't like. Brisbane round one, fly to Perth. They've just been in Darwin, by the way. Fly to Perth. No for a game on a Sunday afternoon. No center against bangers. Round two, who dominate double double. Okay, they go yeah. home, then they fly to Sydney. Okay, tough matchup. Then they on the two, double though. Two days later, they fly to Tasmania. Tough defense. No one even within a foot as tall as Baines. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just trying to. <laughs> then they got to wait almost a week for the. Well, it is a week to get their first home game, October sixteenth. Mm. I'm just. I'm, you know, okay, I'm get clutching. All right, I've just got a big red flag there. Travel. No. I think we're going to. It's such a it good might point. Be a, it might be a bit of minutes restriction there. The big banger on a plane. We don't have big pro- we don't have private planes here for him. Yeah. Unless Banger wants to shell out for a private plane, he <laughs> well, might have a, bit, a he might NBA have a bit more cash himself, didn't he? But um so number 14 overall player for the Blitz in points per minute. So still mm-hmm. getting fantasy points when he's out there. Still banging those numbers up. Um he is by far and away the most popular player. Great point of difference if you want to play the card that Bordy suggested because the, you cannot get too burnt, I don't think. Okay. Given the schedule, it's not going to be Bogut 2.0. Yep. Quite. I right. think you are right there and... Top shelf. Ooh, top shelf. Now. Best player of, of the night. Take it away, Boydie. Because there's getting there's a little bit of hype going around here, okay? It's mostly from our number one man last year, top bloke, the Banksy, the man himself. He's laying on the floor. It's <laughs> a bit strange. Could have grabbed a mic, but... um. I'm I'm get, just for Banksy's point, and just for the other man I'm going to mention's point. I'm I'm given I'm I'm halving the top shelf tonight. Okay. I'm giving half a bog. Okay. To both these men, half half of the X man. Okay. And half of the hump. Now look, I don't. I'm going to give Banksy the mark here because I think you're speaking we could, we could. on his behalf about um, Rath and Maze. Banksy, are you actually interested at all in starting or playing Rath and Maze? Oh. 
A little bit. A little bit. Um, I'm not gonna, I don't think I'm going to start with him, though, because you've got <gasps> two weeks to have a look at him. Oh, okay. And I really would like to see how he comes in off the bench if Illy's back and he's handed the keys. Surely Illy doesn't start straight away, I wouldn't have thought. I think he's coming. he's got had so much time off now. Concussion. Yeah, it's concussion. Okay. I don't know. Might be underselling it a little bit there. 41 fantasy points to both Humph and Rath and Mays. That's why I did halve it as well because they were exactly the same points. 12.7 rebounds, one assist, one steal, two blocks for the Humph. He looks very active. He's running around. He's Look, he does get puffed, but he runs mm-hmm. up and back, up and back the whole time. I've been watching very close eye. I, I literally I stare at him. I do, that's what I do too. <laughs> this, is, this is weird, but uh, we've done that twice now this morning. Um, I was just watching, watching him the whole time. He's looking good, and I'm touching wood. I'm tapping everything. What do I, What else do I tap? My phone, green tea, uh, have a sip of water. All right, there we go. Um, Just every good luck charm I can possibly think of to keep him healthy because we know what the humph does when he's, humph- I mean, when he's humphrey. <laughs> um, when he's healthy. Uh, the X-Man, 41 fantasy points, 11 points, 5 rebounds, 4 assists, 2 steals, 1 blocks, filling up the stat category everywhere. He looks like he's got defensive mindset there, which I think he needs to because of their coach. Um, Dean obviously requires that of most of his players, except for one that wears number 43, generally. Um, <laughs> and Number 5 overall in points per mm. minute in the Blitz. He's Big tempting. Humph. He's tempting. He's, he's a bit of a tease, isn't he? He's a borderline X-Man. luck. I'm not going to... Is he X-rated? Can we say he's X-rated? We got a tease? Uh, uh, X-rated and we got Hump joining the thing. Okay, there you go. <laughs> We're going to go back down that path, are we? Yep. On that uh, note, we need to wrap up. That's there. it. We'll wrap it up at bball underscore blokes on Twitter, base basketball blokes on fantasy and www.basketballblokes.com for all the NBL fantasy information you require, including all blitz, fantasy point scores and more. G'day there. It's Zach, also known as the Fez, coach of the Fez Monkeys. I've got to say, the best part of being a Patreon supporter is the ever-so-helpful Basketball Blokes community. Whether it be team advice, injury news, or Boydie's gifts, the Discord chat has it covered. Also, quite handy for those pesky last-minute play withdrawals. Hey guys, Denim Melrose here, coach of OK Then. And my favourite part about being a Patreon with the Basketball Blokes is all the data and stats they send through. It's worth far more than they charge, and it couldn't be more handy. Hi everybody, my name's Ruby and I'm the coach of the McVeigh Times. My favourite thing about being a Patreon supporter is the pre-season cheat sheet and knowing that I'm going to get my team off to the best start and the Discord chat uh, where everyone helps me see sense after I get a little trade wild. Hey, I'm Watto and I'm the coach of the Coogee Hornets. If you want to get all the stats, have some great banner with all those like-minded fantasy individuals, make sure you get on board with the basketball blokes and become a Patreon.